Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. How did that first year treat you? You said you had the six months, and uh, and I guess for orientation, your wife was still working yep, at the still time. Still working. Okay. Mm-hmm. How, how did that work out? Because I, I um, the first time I did, I didn't do it the right way. I just kind of came home and told my wife, I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> I put in my two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Now we, that was years ago, but... Yeah, I, you know, we, we had a good rapport and understanding to where she knew that if I brought it to her, that, you know, if I, I said, hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing. Uh, you know, I, I, I want your blessing before I do it. Mm-hmm. But it's like a reciprocal respect where she knew that I was asking, but I needed to do it. Yeah. So she yeah, she said, hey, listen, you know, so you got to do just this is what I need, yeah. you know. And I was like, all right, cool. And so that was, you know, that was the conversation, uh, and and uh, and that's been like our dynamic for like major big stuff because because yeah. she, you know, she knows that I don't do things lightly, and she's, you know, she understands who I am, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it, it it worked out, and I'm appreciative of her allowing me to be me. Welcome to the Dear Son Podcast. This is a safe space where men share their fatherhood journey. These conversations are transparent and, more importantly, vulnerable. Now, because each fatherhood story is situationally nuanced, some topics are heavier than others. The commonality found amongst all the guests is a genuine desire to help and inspire other men through telling their story. And now, here's your host, Derek Johns. Derek Johns. Welcome to the Dear Son Show. We have conversations about fatherhood. It's forefathers, those with fathers, and the fatherless, so nobody's left out. These are the conversations I want my son to access as he grows through life, early teen, adulthood, and even my youngest son that's, uh, you know, that's seven at the time of this recording. So no topics are off limits. Uh, in order to have these conversations, it's better when I do it with a guest. And today we got a vet. Philip Washington Jr., welcome back to the show. How are you, my brother? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me back. Glad, glad to have you back, man. We uh we we've had some conversations since our last on camera talk, so we got some things to to unravel here, right? It's uh I think this was gonna be a lot lighter. Hopefully my voice is giving that away. Uh, we're gonna talk about talk about some business, man. I'm I um I am in a transition state. Um for those that don't know, depending on where you came in the where in the story you're you're coming into my journey uh, via this podcast? I got fired, executive fired, right? It's a it's a ninety day process. It wasn't like I got my my two weeks notice, but it's a transition nonetheless. And my intent is to take this media space seriously. Part of the media space is this podcast and some other things that we're working on um, in terms of short films and feature films and other content documentaries. But uh, Philip is going to give us some game today uh, in this conversation because he's a he's a fellow podcaster that is further along the curve than I when it comes to monetizing, right? Making this thing make money. We all pour our effort into it, and you know this is uh, starts off sometimes as a passion project or uh, just a, a need to give information in hopes that others get it. 
but there's an opportunity for a business around it, right? So I kind of want to want to talk about that. But uh, let's let's reintroduce to some, introduce to others, um, like who you are, your, your your business and your podcast, how they intersect, and and what the intent is. Mm-hmm. So Philip Washington Jr., uh, host of the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. Uh, I built the podcast as a to market my wealth management business um, that I started six years ago. The podcast, like it has been an official podcast for maybe three, four years. Mm. And then the year or two before that was like Facebook living, you know, the content that I was, that I was teaching. Uh, but the, but the, it, it came about because I was, I was like, Hey, listen, the wealth managers who have built successful careers, they do a lot of speaking and I want to do a lot of speaking. And so I was trying to do uh, get some speaking gigs and I was I was getting them and then my friend was like hey like why don't you just go Facebook live and and then you can speak to a lot of people and I was like oh, that's so simple you know I did a live and the first one I did with uh, with her was like 5,000 people she had a decent following oh wow yeah and I was like wait a minute like I'm like, I'm like if, that's, if that's a room of 5,000 people yeah I was like this internet thing is like magic yeah so that got me into like saying, okay, I'm, you know, I'm gonna go all in, and so uh, created the real podcast, and then used that to like I, I didn't cold call uh, to build my business. I have, I have more clients than I want at at the moment. Right. Uh, I'm 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 selectively adding new clients, but I'm also you know in the process of um, helping people find a better advisor if that's what they if that's what they want. So I'm in the pruning. Uh, phase, which is a good p- phase to be in, but um, but it's through the podcast. I mean, yeah. you know, and I now have advertisers on the podcast and um, and and uh, building other monetization, you know, strategies for the podcast. Because for me, and we'll talk about it, there are infinite ways to make pod- to make money podcasting, mm-hmm. and we're like at the beginning. I mean, we're like, you're like, we're like before Def Jam. Right. And hip hop. <laughs> that, that's a crit. Yeah. 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 Cause there's nothing regulated about it. We were talking about the, uh, about the, how it, how it's akin to the music business before uh, we started rolling and it's just not regulated. So it's like the wild, wild west where all the, all the, the, the grab opportunities really exist now. And I think mm-hmm. there'll be opportunities um, indefinitely, but there's, you know, right now, um, early in the space. Early, early in the space. So I, I'm, I'm gonna be real inquisitive uh, on this one because I'm, I'm, I'm stealing information, gleaning information, stealing so aggressive uh, term. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not mine anyway. If, if I give it to you, I took it from somewhere. It is, it is. You kind of package it and put it here for you, like the listeners and the watchers uh, today. But I, w- I want to go back to um, that shift from corporate America to doing your own thing. We touched on it a little bit in the, in the episode before. And I don't know if it's just now because I am T minus 30 days that I'm mm-hmm. hyper, hypersensitive and hyper focused on those nuances. But what, what was that shift like for you? Um, how, and how long did you struggle, if at all, uh, with the decision before you made the leap? Yeah. So, so for me, it was gradual because uh, on the last podcast, I believe I mentioned like I, I never had a salary. So I was a 100 percent commissioned salesperson. Mm-hmm. But it was still corporate in the sense where, like, 
um, you know, like I ran their playbook, you know what I mean? And so, so when you go into business for yourself, I got to create everything from scratch. Um, and, and that, that for me was, you know, it's it's like everything else is a mixed emotions, right? It was like, I, I was way too naive is the wrong word, but like, I understood what that meant, but until you actually do it, you're like, oh wait, like, like it's all on me. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, but 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 I I like that because part of the reason why I left was I wanted it all to be on me. You know, I'm like like some people say, oh, I, I, I you know I I miss being a kid where I didn't have any responsibilities. I don't like I literally don't miss being a kid. Gotcha. I didn't I like you know like I like to create my own rules. Yeah. You know, it's life. You know, life is what it is. But I don't want to be a kid again. Yeah. Six years ago, right? So six years ago, uh, you started um, your company. Insert the name again. Uh, Stonehill Wealth Management. Stonehill Wealth Management. Um, day one. Do you you recall your first day in business? Like, I, I you just referenced the. And that first, it's on me, but it, but it, but until it's on you, you don't get it. Like, what was that first day, first week? Yeah, you, it, it's a blur because it, you know I first had to establish the. Uh, investment advisory firm, which is like a six month process. So you did that app. That was, that was I, part of your day one forward or you did that leading up to it? Y- yeah. Like that was, that was like, that was just the hodgepodge transition period. That was just, um, you know, I was still at one, f- I wasn't in corporate, but I was at one independent firm gotcha. that he, he wanted me to partner with him and I decided not to. So while I was still there, I had the flexibility to transition, but I really wasn't really working here anymore. I really was transitioning everything, and I had to have this open to transfer my client. So it was just a six-month, like, you know, ball of stress. I wasn't meditating at that time. Okay. So it was a six-month ball of stress because, like, I had no control over, like, <laughs> you know, when my company was going to be established and then, how you know, how, you, how am I going to bring in client to the other company because I need to, you know, so it was just... Like it wasn't one day. It's like a six month blur of yeah. I couldn't go. I couldn't tell you. Like yeah. I just remember six months of being stressed out. At any point, did you did you say effort? Let me, nah. let me go back. Nah, only just 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 because the the muscles I had built over the years around being comfortable in uncertainty mm. just it, it just let me know that hey, like just have faith. Yeah. Stay patient, be disciplined. It all works out, right? And I was like, I just, I just gotta, I don't gotta worry about, you know, how I'm gonna get there. I just gotta worry about like today. What do I gotta do? Like, what do I gotta do today? Like, I do remember that part. It was, what do I gotta do today? The next day, what do I gotta do today? What what new skills did you have to develop um, in that process, right? Because again, like you said, you were attached to corporate. You were still commissioned, but that was a that was a system. Right. What what skills did you have to develop where maybe now you have to do something that somebody else used to do? Like an assistant mm-hmm. or that, you know, there were these things that supported you being successful under their platform, under their system. But what was it like? I guess the question is, what was it like for you to develop your system? Were you consciously aware that, hey, I need to set this up or was it learn as you go? Learn as I go. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've I have. I have developed a good mix of I'm very disciplined, mm-hmm. but I'm very open to uh, 
I'm, I'm very comfortable in chaos because uh, I actually kind of, I actually kind of, I don't want to say like chaos, but I understand how to listen to like, I know what's needed will be brought to me. You know what I'm saying? If I listen hard enough. So, gotcha. so, 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 so if Trust it, me. yeah, so it feels chaotic, but I'm like, okay, I don't got to worry about the how. Yeah. I just need to like be disciplined in executing what I know to be right. And then the next thing kind of just drops. And I'm telling, I'm saying that today in 2022, yeah. but I'm just, but I'm just, and at the time, I don't know if I was conscious of what I was doing, but I, but, but that was like my process, right? My process was in order to not stress out, I had to not stressed out. You know what I'm saying? I had to say, I can't control that. Yeah. I just need to like, I know, I just know things work out. I don't know how, but things have always worked out. Right. And then if it doesn't, if it doesn't work out, then I'll just figure out what to do from that point. But yeah. at this point, I just need to like do what I got in front of me. And that's, that's literally like how I got through, <laughs> you know, each, so, 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 so it, it, it built that skill. And then it also, over time, I learned the skill of, of um I got more confident and confident or confident and comfortable. And then like for for me, I am consider myself maybe like a one trick pony. Okay. So I I don't love doing things that I don't feel great at. Yeah. Which means which which I know I can be great at everything, but if I don't want to do it, then I'm just I just learned to just not do it. Because it's, yeah. it's it's too much willpower to learn to be great. So I just so 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 early on I learned all right from my business I don't like compliance. Oh, there's like a compliance service where they'll literally like just tell me what to do. Right. And then cool. Oh, this company does this for me. So I early on learned to like I fell into technology because at the time when I was doing that technology was allowing you to like outsource like everything. You know? And so I was like, "Oh, that was easy. so when I came out of it I was like Oh, this is way easier than what I thought. Because all the things I thought I had to worry about, I don't got to worry about. There's a service for that. Yeah. You know? Now, they're coming up with the money, but, you know, deal with that problem when it needs to come up. <laughs> what about what about the um, the control aspect? Because that you're hitting on a, you're hitting on a very, uh, it's not even touchy topic for me. It's something I'm well aware of. And I, I got to a space in corporate where I would allow people um to take on responsibilities that I was hoarding, right? I would I would delegate, right? And I I had this thing where if my name was attached, I felt some kind of way, but it was stopping, it was hindering people from growing because I wasn't giving them the full opportunity to make a mistake, mm-hmm. right? And, and understand what that and feel what that's like, right? When 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 something when you're responsible for the process not working uh, because you didn't understand uh, what you were supposed to contribute to the process or or some other thing, but that was a that was a misstep or a failure of some sort. And I think that's a great place to learn. And that's how I learned. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was not affording people that opportunity. And I thought I was, um, thought I was protecting them, but, uh, it was, it was, again, it wasn't serving them. So as I allowed them to, to think through things completely without inserting my opinion hmm. or, you know, what the rule says or what the, what the guidelines say, um, they became better, um, I want, they became better people. Right. And, and, and I've had those conversations with them and it's not, me patting myself on the back, but it's, you got to allow people to feel the impact of their effort, mm-hmm. right? Whether, whether it's, whether it's positive or negative, you got to allow them to feel that so they can understand how to adjust uh, in the future. 
all the way around the block to ask you, um, did, did you struggle with releasing control of those things? You mentioned once you found them, it was like, ah, no brainer, let it go. But did you, was part of the, the delay in finding that because you just like controlling the process? That's yeah. That's my problem. Uh, yeah, I kind of I, I kind of sense where you were going, and the answer is no, right? Because my first year in the business, I I had a I had a, a hired an assistant, okay. you know, in the corporate, right? Because it's coming hundred percent commission, so we had to hire our own, pay my own, pay my own office rent, hire my own staff, and uh, and you know I'm like 22 years old, so I really like I really don't know anything, and I'm trying to think where this mindset came, because you know my personality. Uh, I am very confident and I think sometimes it for the wrong for unconfident people it comes off as arrogance but if you really know me I'm just extremely self-aware right right? meaning 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 I know what I'm not good at and if I'm not good at I'm like hey if you're good at it like you tell me what to do to stay out of your way so so when, when my assistant came in at 22 I'm like you know she was uh I had multiple assistants, but two of them were good. Both of them were older than me. Mm-hmm. Both of them were uh, ladies gifted with uh, the gift of organization, and I was not, right? right? Uh, uh, and so I was like, hey, like, this is what we I need you to do. Uh, I don't know how to train you. You tell me what you need, and then once I, I can give that, I give that, I give you whatever you need, and then once you know what you need to do, like, just tell me you got the way. And that was our relationship. And it, and it, cause I don't, I don't do well if I have to micromanage. Like the times when I have had to micromanage, I'm terrible at it. Yeah. Cause I don't like, I don't know. Yeah. And, and so like. <laughs> and I don't want to know. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, um, you know, so, so that's, so nah, it it was. Cause I know I just I had learned what I was not good at. Like I learned in that corporate deal, like that I'm terrible at micromanaging. So, and, and it's funny you say that. I didn't know at the time. I thought I thought it was a deficiency. You know, I thought being terrible at micromanaging was like something's wrong with me. And then I grew up older, and I was like, oh yeah, people don't want to be micromanaged. Right. Like that's the reverse of what you should do anyway. So I actually was accidentally doing it right. <laughs> gotcha. But it was out of like just. Like literally, like I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I have that conversation with um, with my my direct reports. Even skip level is I don't. If both of us need to be focused on your job, one of us doesn't need to be here, right? Now that doesn't mean you don't get training, you don't get mentoring. It's and 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 I'm not saying I'm not a leader, but I expect you to understand your job and what you don't know. I expect you to take a crack at it, right? Because I, I come from federal acquisitions, right? So it's it's a 2000 page book of here's how you can it's, it's like understand tax code right <laughs> right you can you can be frustrated because you don't know and mad at people that do know right and then they're, they're, they're taking advantage of it no they just know it right so i i chose early i had a, a manager that challenged me very early to know why i'm doing what i'm doing my work wasn't wrong but she called me in and said hey why is this right i was like what, <laughs> what, what, what do you mean it's this the way I saw the other person do it. She said, don't you ever come in here and give me that as an explanation that you did it because somebody else did it that way. Mm. And I that stuck with me, and that's how I've managed since, right? You need to be able to point to where you looked at something, researched something, and then let's have a discussion about how you understood it. 
Mm. Right. Don't come in here and ask me what is two plus two. Well, what did you do? Did, did you use your fingers? Did you use sticks? I mean, did you watch something? Or, like, I'm, I'm real big on that. So I don't. I, I'm not into micromanaging um, either. Um, and, and, and you hit on something that's important because you you it it brought out something that you just mentioned. You learned, and I think you should pat yourself on the back of it because it took. I didn't learn it until recently. Was you know like like Kobe Bryant grew into being a person that probably would have been a really good coach. But, but early on, Kobe Bryant, like, I identified with that Kobe Bryant because I would have been a, at that stage, I would have been a terrible coach because I didn't understand how to, I didn't understand how to believe in somebody. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like we could say, I believe in you, but I didn't, under, like, but if you didn't get it, like, if you were not, if you were not in there shooting basket, you know, baskets early or whatever, I'm talking in the, in the work context. Yeah. But if you were, like, I was like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, if you don't want to do it, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it was a point of frustration. And over time, I learned, oh, I got to marry um, when you're like me and you, where we are. And I, and, and I say everybody is equal. I do believe everybody is equal. But when you have a bit more wisdom in the area than somebody else, yeah. I had to learn to marry that with love and patience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even mentally, right? Because 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 me, I would be like, yeah, I'm being patient, but like my insides would not be impatient. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying if I say it enough, people will believe. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like I'm like I'm acting patient, but yeah. you're not feeling patient. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My, I had to learn that. My my challenge and is my challenge uh, and my frustration in corporate when it came to people and leading people is I found that I wanted more from them. I wanted more for them than they wanted. Facts. Because I did it. So I I wanted you to study like me. I, I wanted you to have the notes on the side of your computer screen so that you'll understand all of the things that are that are critical in this space. You'll know it by memory or you'll know how to research it. And some people don't want that. And um that that would frustrate me and I would I would pour a lot of time into the into the wrong people in a sense that it didn't align with what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Not that they were bad people, but if if you're if you're pushing somebody to be a manager and they just want to be an independent contributor and that's where they live and that's that's their piece, it doesn't work, mm-hmm. right? Even if you want, even if it's for 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 a good reason. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm again as I'm as I'm coming to the uh, the end of this run in corporate, hopefully the last run in corporate, I'm I'm starting to take inventory of some of those things and like, you know what corporate's really good for. Um, how you want to run your business or how you don't want to run your business. <laughs> Equally yeah. valuable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If if you can if you can be aware of where to place the information and what bucket and how to um how to apply it. Um I'm I'm very aware of that. So I'm I'm excited about um I'm excited about it being all on me. It's it's just that it's the nervous energy. It's, it's not uh I was trying to explain it to to um to to Brandon actually mm-hmm. yesterday. Um like I can't exp- I can't explain how it feels. I know it's I know I feel, but it's I'm not scared. Mm. But it's hmm. I'm, this I, this is no longer my identity. That's what it is. Mm. Like I realize again, taking inventory, a lot of conversations that I be in, I felt it necessary to insert my title. Mm. 
in the, but in the next breath, I could I would articulate that that's not a that's not a flex, and I wasn't just saying it to say it, but I thought it was a reference that people would understand and maybe listen to me differently, or you know maybe value what I'm saying differently. But that's the piece now. So now it's um, now the focus is adding value, right? Hmm. Where, wherever I'm operating in, um, and 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 organizing the um, the order of operation because there's so many things I want to do. I don't want to be have a bunch of things in parallel. And three years from now, I'm telling this story after I get off work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but right. nah, these things are still <laughs> these things are still going. I just got to clock out first, but. I don't know. It's a, it's a it's it's a weird space, man. How did that How did that first year treat you? You said you had the six months, and uh, and I guess for orientation, your wife was still working yep, at the still time. Still working. Okay. Mm-hmm. How did How did that work out? Because I, I um the first time I did, I didn't do it the right way. I just kind of came home and told my wife, "I'm an entrepreneur." <laughs> I put in my two weeks. Yeah, yeah. No, we, that was years ago, but yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, we we had a good rapport and understanding to where she knew that if I brought it to her. That, you know, if I, I say, hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing. Uh, you know, I, I, I want your blessing before I do it. Mm-hmm. But it's like a reciprocal respect where she knew that I was asking, but I needed to do it. Yeah. So she, yeah, she said, hey, listen, you know, this is what you got to do. Just, this is what I need, yeah. you know. And I was like, all right, cool. And so that was, you know, that was the conversation. Uh, and and uh, and that's been like our dynamic for like major big stuff because yeah. – because she, you know, she knows that I don't do things lightly, and she's, you know, she understands who I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it it worked out, and I'm appreciative of her allowing me to be me. Such a big thing, such a big thing. If you can't be, if you can't be who you are in any relationship, that I don't know what that's like. Mm. It's tough, I imagine, but um, especially in marriage, I mean, that's that'd be something to work through. All right, so we uh, I think we laid the foundation for you know how how we got to this conversation and um, a bit about your background, but let's let's push into uh, what is going to help people in a different way, right? In terms of how you're using podcasting and some of those aha moments that you had along the way. Um, how you you're an aggressive podcast? You you podcast yeah daily daily. Yep, I think we're we're over um, I'm over seven hundred episodes Each. now. We do. There's been periods, so I started daily, then went through a period of weekly, and then last maybe year, year and a half, I've been back daily. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's daily Monday through Friday. Yeah. Weekends, I, uh, yeah, take those off. What does it look like? Let's help people. Do you do you batch content or do you record yep. often? So I, I I batch. So I have I I record for my Friday segment every Friday. Okay. But then I batch the Monday through Thursday one because those are uh, uh, well three of them are sp- sponsors who have businesses and so they're doing what I'm doing for my business for their business so it's a realtor um, a CPA uh, insurance agent mm. and so we, we we batch record those beginning or end of the month uh, are they, they part of it? Or you do, do you just highlight them? No, no, no. So, so I'm interviewing them. Like, okay. like so, so you know, I'll say, hey, because they all, I know them. They all watch what I do, and I had a had a conversation with them about, hey, you should do this for your own podcast. And like, after spending multiple times telling them, I say, listen, just just pay my team. We'll produce it. I'll ask you the questions. All you gotta do is show up and record. And then they were like, cool. Yeah. 
And so, uh, so they show up, we go through the four episodes that they do for the month. Mm-hmm. Um, they leave, we record everything, we post everything, put them in a folder, send them to them. You know, uh, I encourage them to take clips and put it on social media. Yeah. If they want us to do it, they got to pay us more. Sure. Um, but, um, but, but that's, that's how it works. So it's, it's, it's batched for them. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and, and I batched the Wednesday segment cause I took that over from somebody from a sponsor who dropped off. Okay. Um, but then Fridays I'm there every Friday cause I record for my podcast Friday and, uh, I sponsor man's about Mansfield podcast. And so I record, um, there cause Mansfield's a big, a big, uh, big target for me. Gotcha. So do you, um, do they see the value? Um, because you meant you, you knew them before they became sponsored. So you had mm-hmm. a, a pre existing relationship. I also asked you about how did you find them. But do they do they get it? Like and, they do. And from their perspective, what value are they seeing in um in the process? Yep. So here here's and this gets into selling advertisers. So what I learned as an investment advisor is you have to embody the principles that you sell. So a lot of a lot of advisors will like work on language and how do I perfectly say this and blah, 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 blah. And like language is important, yeah. right? It's cool. But I sold a lot of stuff with a Houston accent gotcha. you know, and I'm not, and I'm not the most grammatically correct person on the, on the planet. And, but, but I've always been enthusiastic about what I've talked about. Yeah. Like if I'm talking about it, I'm enthusiastic about it. I believe it. If I don't believe it, I'm not talking about it. I just, I've never been, I don't, I don't talk to express myself. Like I talk with a purpose, hmm. and I so to express myself. Y- yeah, like I talk. I talk with a purpose, right? And so, um, and so in aver when I when I was pitching when I was talking to them for advertising, because they the the advertising for them was on accident. It was literally, you're my friend. I know this is gonna win, right? Yeah. Like I don't care about the money. I want this to win, but you won't do it. Okay, my team will do it for you. I asked them. Like you just pay, you just pay this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just pay this amount of money. Yeah. And then and it'll pay us for our time for doing. It. They're like, like four four of them said yes in a row, and I was like, damn, I ain't charge them enough. You know, yeah, what I was gonna get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the point was like I believed it. Yeah. Like I was, and, and but I told them when I told them and when I talked to them, I said, let me go back to what I learned in investing. I learned in investing was like. People, my clients, they didn't under, like I would explain to them how markets worked. We would build their financial plan. I would talk to them about the investments. And in that moment, they would understand, they would follow what I was saying, but they didn't fully understand it, right? But they but they said, but they said, all right. It felt like Philip knew he was talking about. Yeah. He understands my goals. And so I believe in him. But what I would also, what I would always say is I would say, but listen, like if you're not gonna like invest for at least five years, ten years with me, yeah. then don't give me your money because I don't want to talk every single year about what the market did this year. Yeah. I can't control that. Yeah. Like it's random. You know what I mean? I say, but if we diversify for five years, then like returns over time follow profits, and the trajectory of human innovation is up. Right. And I was like, so the longer your time, for, I say, and I'm not, you know, in 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 investing like. We were diversifying, so I was like, the only way we don't make money over the long term is if everything goes to zero. 
right? When you when you had a diversified portfolio, so it was so I, so I wanted long term investors. Could I have made a lot of money and sold a lot of short term investors what they wanted to hear? Because I know what they want to hear, mm-hmm. and I could have made a lot of commission money doing that. But I just was like, I'm not doing that because I want long term investors because I don't have to find new investors. Yeah. Once once I don't meet their expectations, so from an advertising standpoint, I transferred that to my friends and I say, listen. Like the trust was already there, the belief was already there. But then I was like, "Listen, but if you're gonna give me this money, and you're not gonna do it for for twelve, eighteen months, don't give me the money. Yeah, I don't even need it. Right. You know, I'm doing I'm doing this for you. I said, but you gotta give it. I say when I did this, it I didn't get I didn't get not one result for eight months. Right. I I, I don't remember if it was eight months or nine months or ten months, but I know it was a long time where I was doing it. Um, and and, and so they all came on with that and the only reason why the 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 the, the fourth one that came in uh, he's just a short-term guy in general anyway uh I, he you know he's a friend who i was trying to help but he wasn't really listening he just was like whatever you know uh but the, but the three are still with me because like they understood the long-term you know what i'm saying nature of what i was saying yeah you made a reference to um price point maybe somewhat in jest maybe not um how, how did you were you confident about your offering, or were you was was there still some um, like market testing? Even though you had a relationship with them, how did, how did you get to your price point? I'm not asking your price point, but that that's a struggle for some because we always want to say, well, my time is valuable, my time is this, I, I bring this value, but when you actually write it down or type out that proposal, that quote, sometimes you start second guessing. Oh, like this is my, or this is my, this will be my initial price, yeah. and I'll you know I'll, I'll escalate it. And there's some value to that. There's some logic to that. But mm-hmm. um, like, how'd you how'd you set your price? Yeah, man. I literally, I didn't, I didn't think about it. I just was like, I was like, I nah, don't pay this. Like, if, the, if they don't pay this, they ain't serious. Yeah. And so, um, so I just charged that amount. And I, like I said, and I and I didn't think about it until like after all of them said, yeah. I was like, hey, I didn't price enough. So six months later, I went back and I repriced it. I wasn't gonna reprice them, but I, and I gave them. Three months, I'm gonna reprice this in three months, but you know, uh, and I'm still, I'm still not pricing them, right? Because when I'm charging them, if they go out and just have somebody produce, the, just produce the content, mm-hmm. it's gonna, co- yeah, it's gonna cost more of the same, yeah, you know. So, so, um, uh, so I'm, yeah. A lot, a lot of people, a lot of people want the the product. They want the look that you provide. They want the quality that you provide. Until it comes to that price, right? And and the revelation I had recently is that that's not a reflection on necessarily me having the not the right price. That's a reflection on how much they believe in what they're doing. Because I I am going to provide the quality that highlights what you're doing. I can't make you believe that if you also do the work and you also believe in what you're doing that it's going to work, right? Yeah. So wh- whether whether I produce like if it's a commercial, right? I produce a commercial and somebody has a budget of of 3,000 and somebody has a budget of, of 300. If the work is the same, the potential outcome is the same, right? But but do I just pay, you know, charge 300 because that's what that person had, right? It's it, it's tricky and for me it's becoming, like I said, I'm more hypersensitive to it because now um, the opportunities mean more, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, the closing the deal means more and the 3,300 reference wasn't that, so. Yeah, yeah. You know. Good, fast, cheap. We're not cheap, um, but yeah. Well, I mean, what do you? What do you but, but 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 on that note, so so now that it's like a real business, because again, 
Yeah, you know, it, at that point, it wasn't a real business. It was, you know, but now it's like, all right, I understand what it is. You know, next advertiser, you know, is 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 gonna pay. Six. I'm 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 now going for all right. Who are the? I just need. I'm you know, picking a number, right? I just need five, ten advertisers that are gonna pay like a big amount mm-hmm. of money, you know, and. And if you're not that person, if you're not that advertiser that's long term, just not interested. Yeah. You know because because I because I'm I'm my my work through is my, if I'm sitting down talking to somebody who who has a business, I'm like, hey, Mr. Business Owner, um, uh, how, you know, how are you growing your business? I do blah 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 blah. Okay, let me walk you through like the future of like what's happening in the world today, right? Let's rewind 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. You had the internet, which introduced websites. Mm-hmm. And what did business owners say at that time? Uh, I'm not going to need a website for my business. I've been, I've been advertising in the yellow pages for years. I'm not going to need this. Okay, everybody got a website. Yeah. Then social media came out, or no, Google. Right, Google, Google profiles. I'm not going to need that. Everybody, every business has a Google profile. All right, social media came out. I'm not going to need a social media page. Social media, all the all the while, the the folks that just like didn't resist and embraced the websites built massive businesses. Google, Amazon literally built this business off Google Ads, right? Hmm. Um, Facebook, right? Look at look at all the influencers that are building. I mean, massive. Yeah. The 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 Logan Paul brothers who literally like are competing with boxing, big time boxing promotions, right? Right. By embracing social media early, right? Um, so now I'm like, okay, now we're at podcasting. Okay. You missed those three. Right. Right. Or you were late podcasting. You're really early. Yeah. Right. So let's play it out. Mr. Prospect. Do you think podcasting is going to work? It's definitely going to work. Yeah. Okay. Now, how do you build your real estate on, 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 on this now? Like, this is what we're talking about. It's, it is going to work. So let's talk about, let's talk about business yeah i say if 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 you um if you execute early in something that's going to get massive with with somebody who is already executing properly and and knows how to do it right what do you think it does to your business in the next five years yeah It, it does well i say but here's here's the thing about podcasting that's different than probably everything you've done Podcasting is branding. Yeah, Adidas has never sold me a tennis shoe. A, a salesperson has never sold me a tennis shoe. The brand did. Yeah, I was like, so if you if you engage in the podcast, you need to have a five year time commitment. Five years, yeah. But we're building like, like once it goes online, it stays online. Right, right. You're 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 building brand, and it pays off more every year it's like the time value of money right you yeah. get you get you get the benefit of both mm-hmm. do it now then later as as the channel as the influence as the brand of the podcast itself grows you still get the benefit of being under that brand when you got in three years ago mm-hmm. and, and people go back and and they'll listen if once they're interested they'll go back and listen to the early episodes and i've heard so many stories about the thing that took off was never expected to be the thing that took off mm-hmm. the episode, that piece of content, but it was because something happened three years after mm-hmm. that pointed them back to that thing. And then that thing will continue to pay. Um, so that, that I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to ask like, um, 
how do you how do you have you come across that pushback and not necessarily the pushback, but do people do businesses get it? Because um, even even with all the references to missing the change, the changing of the guard and technology or communication or how information is disseminated from radio to TV to Internet to now social media. Um, some people still think that the thing now is the last thing. Like there's no thing yeah. after this. Yeah. And here's where being an investment business helped me. Like like the 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 unfortunate fact is just most people are never going to have any money. And so I spent, I spent 14, 15 years telling people, if you want to have money in the future, you got to save and invest. And people will say, yeah, yeah, I want to have money, but I can't do it yet tomorrow, tomorrow. And then you, you learn to just say, cool. I only need X amount of clients. Yeah to do what I need to do, right? Not that I don't care about you, but like you mentioned about uh, in the corporate world, you can't you can't make people go beyond their limits. Yeah. So I'm here, I presented it. If you don't want it, cool, next, right? And so the in the podcast world, we're so early, like like the gift, the the gift is we're so early. Yeah. The curse is we're so early. <laughs> we're so early. Yeah, but the but the cool thing is you and I are building a podcast. We go out and we go find 10 loyal brands yep. that can spend twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 a year with us. Yeah. Which is easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, 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 that's an employee, yep. right? So, so you say, Hey, Mr. Business owner, where are you going to find a employee that you could pay 50 grand a year to? Right. That's going to build you a media company. That's going to bring in business. Right. That's what we're doing. Like we're building you a podcast. It's your employee, right? That's gonna bring. That'll be the best salesperson you ever for fifty grand. Yeah. Where are you gonna find a good salesperson for fifty grand? The, the cool thing about uh, podcasting is that most of the people that listen to it are looking for it. Right. So it's not it's not happenstance. It's not a billboard driving by. It's not something that was served to you that you didn't intend to consume. People are literally on here looking for their thing, and then they attach to it. Mm-hmm. Like I I remember very clearly, 2018, we moved back to the U.S. and I was taking a lot of work trips, right? And I got tired of listening to music, right? And it's hard to watch YouTube while you're driving. Don't recommend it. Um, <laughs> but I, I stumbled onto podcasts, and I was like, hmm. What is this? So, so on my my travel, that's all I would do. Mm-hmm. Then it bled into if I'm working out, if I'm doing any, if I'm doing anything, I'm more likely listening to a podcast or watching a podcast versus any versus consuming any other thing. Um, Facts. So there, there's there's the loyalty aspect. I wish I had the stats up. I looked at them before, uh, and maybe I, I'll insert them some way, but. Uh, in terms of what the consumer base looks like and where they project this going based on how it's performed very early. Tons of opportunity. And I don't, you know, I don't know about you, but I don't need, I don't need all the, I don't need all the money. Just call me out a cool 200 M's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, and well, and, really not well, funny, but. And, and, and that's what I said. And, 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 and I'm, I'm talking in 2022, I just, I said, no brainer to find. 10 brands that are going to give you 50 grand a year to build on a podcast. It's half a million bucks a year. Respectable amount of money. Yeah. But you fast forward that five years from now and you've delivered results over the five year vision for that brand. Yeah. And they're like, okay, uh, our business grew and we're going to give you 50% of our advertising budget, which is a couple hundred grand a right. year. And it's the same 10 people. Yeah. And then you got everybody else who, who saw you do it for them. And they're like, 
can I get in? <laughs> can I get in? I don't know. My minimum my minimum spend is two hundred fifty grand a year. Yeah. Is that what like? Are we? Are you know? And I know these numbers are going over some people's heads. Salute to those people that that these numbers are just rolling off like it's yeah. nothing. Because in big bit, and that's the that's what I appreciate about appreciate about corporate. Even though I didn't work for the largest company, like at one time my responsibility was to manage a billion dollars of spend, mm-hmm. right, of government money, right. Money that was reimbursed by the government. So, while that's not a flex, once you've dealt with those numbers, mm-hmm. other numbers aren't so astronomical, Facts. right? Like you I can't mean, understand what you haven't been around. I mean, and I'm saying you take you take a business doing a million dollars a year of revenue, which is nothing, right? It's not a lot of money. Yeah. And then and, and you and you said you say for fifty grand a year, I want to produce a podcast. They're like, of course. Like if they if they if you if you've walked them through yeah. and got them to believe in podcasting. And they understand it's a five year deal. That's nothing. Yeah. Like they blow fifty grand on stupid stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so that, and that's just the business doing a million dollars a year of revenue. And there's like, there's infinite amount of those like within ten miles of of this studio. Yeah. And and even even, I know there are. I know of a specific podcast that I was I was part of their mentorship program. Um, one of my favorite podcasts before that, but Social Proof Podcast. I won't mm. get into the numbers that they actually do, but people seek them out to be on the show and pay. People, not large corporations. People. It, it's a seven-figure podcast from people wanting to be on their show to reach their audience, mm-hmm. right? And and salute to their audience, but their audiences that are bigger, they just they found their niche and they worked it and they delivered. Oh man, you 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 hit on. The, go ahead, finish. No, that was that was. Now you hit on the point, man. Because I the other thing I talk about is like numbers don't matter. They don't. So so because in, and I, and I, you know I'm a, I'm I'm plugging the course we're doing, but I'm but I'm referencing it because it's important in the context of this conversation. Uh, it, that's the like the first point of the the course that we're building. So I'm like numbers don't matter because look. Um, if if you're clear on the profile of the person that you are looking that you want to listen to your podcast, right, it's gonna filter through the content you create, your your messaging, and then if 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 you say, I want my podcast to attract forty year old high income families, right? You know my avatar, you, right? Yeah, that's it. No, yeah, that's, yeah, that's counter. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm saying that 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 are that have these character traits that are good people. Yeah, I was like, if if you if you have a thousand loyal, you know, what I'm saying like listeners, that and that's it. I mean, you can make millions of dollars a year on your podcast, millions, right? Not I'm talking about from stuff that you sell plus, okay, right? So if 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 stuff that you sell, you can make millions. They're also buying other things. So then you so then you say, all right. These people buy books. Yeah. They buy T-shirts. Oh, they spend money at restaurants. Oh, they buy insurance. Oh, they buy houses. And there's a thousand of them, yeah. right? Then you just go to them businesses and you go, hey, like, I have the attention of these yeah. thousand, my thousand friends because yeah. they're friends. If they're listening to your stuff all the time, you, you, I'm sure, I'm sure you've seen it's like I'll be out somewhere, and somebody who watches my content and we've never met, yeah. Like they, they 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 say hi like they know me and I got a I got a pause yeah. I don't I, I I pause and I go why don't like they know I'm like oh and and you and you watch them realize shit I don't know him yeah like I just watch his stuff and it's cool like I, you know hey yeah, how you yeah. going but before but at first when it first was happening I was like 
I don't know this. Like, did I forget this person? Yeah. And then I start paying. I'm like, oh, okay. And we keep talking, and they watch my podcast, yep. and they don't, and they forgot that we'd never met. Right. Yeah. Because they know. Because the part, a part of the draw is is allowing people to get to know you through your content. Mm-hmm. Right. You can have a specific focus, but hey, I'm a father with this focus. Hey, I'm a husband with this focus. They start to understand and identify with pieces of your life that you reveal. My. So we have a family of brands. Our, our apparel brand is starting to see that. Right. Where it's like, hey. I, I got a picture in your stuff. I was like, somebody showed me your stuff. I got your stuff. And that's a very cool feeling. And 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 one of the one of the, the points, and I'm glad you said the numbers don't matter, is like uh there's a difference between popular and influence. Mm. There's a lot of popular people online and the people don't do nothing that they say to do, that they recommend to do. The other part of that is some people, some consumers, some some people are they associate they confuse being associated with someone popular as being successful. Mm. If I can stand next to the popular person, people will see me as successful, right? So I, I, I don't, I don't want the million followers for the sake of having a million followers. I'm, I'm cool with like you said, the thousand, two thousand, and we move. We're impactful. We have dialogue. You can reach those people. You can, you can kind of, you know, get the, get to understand who they are in a very real way. So I'm not I'm not it's not a numbers game for me in terms of um, followers, subscribers or, or whatever the platform is. But it's it's about being impactful and, again, aggregating those people that find value in what I do and are interested long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's one thing I learned. I, I learned uh, in wealth management. My, my people would ask me, Philip, why don't you work with athletes? And I was like, I would never turn an athlete down. Right. I said, but I don't actively market to athletes because there's so many rich, unknown people. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's infinite amount of mega rich, unknown people yeah. that don't come with all the, you know, like the, through the agents or, you know, like, like I don't want, I don't got to deal with all that. Yeah. Like I said, I just like the most wealthy people you never even, you know, you won't even know. Who's cutting their check? Facts. Yeah, and then who owns the company that's cutting <laughs> those checks? Yeah, it was. I, I don't know what it was. It was. A piece of content where they were talking about, um, and the reference was little baby, how many followers they had, and I, I'm butchering it. But the point that the person was making was, I'm not interested in getting little baby's attention. I'm interested in getting this person's attention, and nobody knew who that was. But it was a person that owned the label that owned the label. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like that person probably has. 500 followers. Facts. Right. So you can't confuse, again, the popularity with, um, with success. Uh, we're, we're, we're coming up on a good time, but I want to make sure that um, you have an opportunity to clearly highlight the course that at the time this is published will likely, it'll align in some way. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, yeah. is yours. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's less of a course around... Um, how to set up a podcast technically, right? Because I, in the beginning, I was like, hey, um, you got studios like yours mm-hmm. where y'all will just do it for them. Yep. If you want to do it yourself, like, it's not hard. Like, go look at Podbean site. Like, setting up the podcast technically is not difficult. You could figure out how to edit, but there's plenty of good studios depending on your budget. Right. It's, it's more around the, the playbook and the roadmap of how to think about monetization and and it's brick by brick so it starts with like mindset gotcha right that needs to be clear first or you won't attract any money right like if you if your mind is not right 
then you won't even see the opportunities in front of you. Like, and you're going to leave it and you won't believe it. And you're going to attract the wrong people. And then you're going to focus on followers instead of like, so it's like mindset first. Cause I talk, if you, if you take Warren Buffett's billions from him, like they, but, but you don't take his mind, he'll have it back in 10 years. Yeah, recreate it. Yep. So that's the first part. Uh, second part is uh, distribution or monetization. So it's, Hey, these are the current ways to monetize, but the most important thing to remember is there are no rules. Like you said, like there's infinite ways to monetize, right? But here's some simple ones to look into to get started. And then I've walked them through like mapping out how quick those from a, from a, from a relatively small audience, you can build a few hundred thousand million dollar a year podcast without having a million downloads, right? The, the Then it comes distribution, right? So how do you get the word out there mm-hmm. uh, for your podcast? And then last is like advertising, right? How to, uh, how to use cheap advertising to grow your podcast and how to raise money on advertising, uh, you know, for your podcast, which we kind of talked yeah. a little bit about. And, 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 and I'm, I'm happy to spend a little bit more time on it if you want. But uh, then I have a few ideas, but it's, uh, it's walking through that. It's not going to, it'll be priced at 99 bucks. So it's not going to be, it's, it's, my buddy was like, that's all you charge. And I'd pay two grand for that. And I was like, listen, I, I like, I have a business that makes money. Right. Uh, and I do want the podcast thing to make money too. Like I have a long term goal, but I'm like, what I want to do is be, is have it be so good that people are like sharing the heck out of it. Yeah. I just want to get people into the podcasting space so that they can become aware of, you know, all the money in the industry. You can go find all the information. And I, I know you don't mind. Absolutely. Saying, no, I, I, say, I say it all the time. <laughs> yeah. You can go find all the information, but again, it, it kind of boils down to how much um, information is worth to you, right? Is information worth, um, is, it, is it so, is it a lesser importance and if you get it next year, you're fine? Or is it more valuable now, right? There's a time value to information as well. People that have it sooner do better and then scale faster and then they're on to the next thing by the time the average person catches on. Um, so I, I, I don't I don't push people into anything. Um, I, I'm in the space, so I, I, know, I know how much time I spent trying to aggregate information to figure stuff out, see what sticks. I know what I paid <laughs> for other, other programs. Uh, and for me, I don't, I don't fault any of it, right? Uh, I made the clear decision to pay for it, and it was on me to get the value out of it that I thought the value was there. Now, if somebody scams you, that's different. Um, but don't 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 let um, a relatively low dollar amount uh, prevent you from from getting access to something that could accelerate you or unlock something mentally that propels you in whatever space you're already in. That's the other thing. When you, I'm glad you said mindset early because that's where all of it starts. Mm-hmm. Any any guru, anybody that's worth anything is going to address, um, is going to challenge you to address how you think. Because if you can't think beyond where you are, all you're going to be is motivated while they're speaking. And we talked about that before, um, before we got started. So at this stage of life, I'm transformation over motivation. Um, if, if motivation is cool for you, like so... And what I mean by that is motivation is I need to listen to this so I can go to the gym every day. Mm. Right. I want to be the person that goes to the gym every day because that's who I am. Uh, I, right. Because like if that. I don't listen to the thing that now that thing has control over my outcome. Right. And I got to keep going back. It's so temporary. It's like the high you chase. 
Uh, so that's my perspective. You can uh, uh, argue argue with the insecurities in the comments, but um, <laughs> I, I'm at a stage now where I'm I'm cool on motivation. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I completely understand everything you just said. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, in this part, too, you can put in the podcast, but I want to make sure I answer it because we talked about it before. Or you can cut it out the podcast. But what I also think is it's a big opportunity for, for studios like yours. Mm-hmm. Because so I had a conversation with a you know black couple. Um, they were they were in Miami. So we were doing a Zoom call. Uh, both own businesses. One of them is into VC, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and you know they're making some money now, and they wanted to invest. And I and I flat out, <laughs> flat out told them, I don't think you should give me your money, right? I say, well, I say honorable. Yeah, I say, I say, here's my minimums, but based on what y'all have told me, y'all are doing, and y'all are growing, and y'all are doing it. Y'all have access to, you know, all these angel investments and doing this, and the world is changing. Like I would parlay your cash into all that, meaning like. Um, if if you're like in accumulation mode, in aggressive accumulation mode, and you're just like, and you're not like super liquid, mm-hmm. um, or if you're super liquid, and you got enough, uh, you know, traditional investments, I was like the the, the uh, outside of Bitcoin, right? As our cash power grows, I'm gonna invest in studios like yours yeah. because it's. Um, there's so much money out there and the same pitch that we talked about you do an advertiser if if you go talk to physicians attorneys people that just have all this cash mm-hmm. and they got stock market investments but it's like it's it's, it's boring right. right let's be real it's yeah. boring right it's wealth preservation mm-hmm. you know what i mean but if they want to like build wealth there are a few opportunities better than smaller than podcasts. Yeah, be, 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 because because you say <laughs> websites, Google, social media. This is where it's going. Here's our vision, right? Here's our here's our demo, right? Our demo are forty year old high income households, college educated. Um, that's that's our you know whatever whatever. That's our niche, right? These are the three core shows that we are using to execute um, those people uh, or I mean to execute that attention towards those people right. right we're proficient in how to use social media advertising and all that to, to boost what we do but the cool part is as podcasting rises even if we're terrible like we're gonna win right we're committed right yeah. yeah the only thing that we and not you I'm just talking about the only thing that we lack at the moment is just money yeah like if we had money right like one of these things are going to hit or all of them are going to hit and everybody's going to make plenty of money like like that's the pitch for people with investments is it's websites google ads facebook podcaster here except you're not you got money you don't need to advertise your business yeah you want to participate in the advertising revenue that we're going to generate from the business, and I and I'll share with you one of the uh, Excel spreadsheets that I built for people with the course gotcha. to walk them through, like how to organize that, you know, that that money. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. So, um, reference the studio, salute to Bangor Boy Studios. I partnered with Bangor Boy Studios. Um, this is where this uh, episode and many others are being filmed. So that's the other piece. Slide aside. There's audio, and then there's also where it lives in the uh, in the individual space, right? So it's it's uh, 
whether you do it, you have it done for you or you go to a place, don't 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 miss the fact that you're living in two in a few different um on a few different channels, right? Mm. So there's audio. Some people are committed to listening to audio because, you know, like they like it when they're driving, they like when they're in the gym. Some people are interested in the visual experience. Like if, if you're watching on YouTube now, um, my, my play is network, right? So we're creating a network on Roku. Uh, if you search the Dear Sun Network, it'll download like it would for Stars or HBO Max or any or Netflix or any other thing. And why wouldn't I, right? We have the capability, you know, we have, we have, um, the creative focus and uh, create the creativity to create, to uh, put shows together that are meaningful to people. And my play is in a very specific space, but it's not, it's not a, um, like a monolithic type of content, right? I care about men. I care about black men. I care about the relationship between black fathers and black sons, right? And it comes from a very personal place. So I am aggregating all of this content that feeds that, and it looks different. Sometimes it looks like this. Sometimes it looks like it sounds like a podcast. Sometimes it's a sketch show or a movie. My point is there's infinite possibilities to do more with the podcast than what you may traditionally think, right? And now I've aggregated attention from several different niches, and I take that to market. Like I had, I had, this is the, this is the attention that we garner based on these things. Right. And it, it's, it may be more than what just a traditional uh, podcast would, would bring to the, to the table. So all that to say, if, uh, if you're in Mansfield and around and you're looking for a podcast studio, uh, Bang Boy Studio is a, is a great solution. Uh, if you want it done for you, or if you just want to, uh, utilize the equipment that's here, if you have some creative ideas that you want to, um, that you want to document in a different way. Uh, full capacity and capability uh, to do that. So I appreciate you mentioning that because I don't do enough. I, I don't market me enough. <laughs> I'm terrible at it, but that's got to change. Um, and George, you again, my brother, anything in closing? No, man, that was it, man. I appreciate you having me again. Cool. There you go. We appreciate you guys. God bless you. Peace. The Dear Son Podcast is produced by D. John's Live Studios. All rights reserved. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. We'll see you here next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.